0: Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. We pray you are encouraged by this message. For more info, notes, or other messages, download the Overflow Church app or visit our website at overflowdfw.com. Pastor Josh asked me to speak my last Sunday, hence why I'm up here. So when I was praying about it, I was like, Lord, what do you want me to say? Like, I'm not a really smart guy, so I don't have a lot to say, but... You know, if you got something, let me know. And he was like, well, he'd spoken to this to me already, but he said, tell the people what it might be like to to spend time with me. Because we in America, or period really, we have these church services that are awesome, that are like high energy, that are like that video, make you want to dance. I felt like we should have danced. Um, but yeah, we have these high energy times. Then you go home, and we're always talking... Don't just spend Sunday to Sunday. Go home and spend time with the Lord. And then you go home and you're like, I don't feel like dancing. I feel like taking a nap. I feel like, you know, eating some Cheetos, watching Netflix. And, you know, that's real life. That is real life. So uh, I just want to speak on, like, realistically what it might look like um, to spend time with the Lord. Because it is super important. And it sounds really simple, like, you know, going out to eat with a friend. But how many of y'all know that going out to eat with a friend is never as simple as it sounds? You're like, okay, you. oh, there she is. Woo! Uh, That's the man right there, by the way. That's the little man. Smalton. Anyway, so going out to dinner with a friend is never easy, right? They got kids, or they got a job, or they are irresponsible, and they'll never tell you what they're doing. God's not irresponsible, though. Amen. Um, So, yeah, even something as simple as dinner is made hard by us. So even spending time in his presence is made hard by us. But the thing we have to realize is that it's extra important, not just little important, extra important, because we believe that when you come to Jesus and you spend time in his presence, he will give you anything you could ever need. I don't know. It sounds cheesy. I know it sounds cliche, but it's the real life. You know, uh, he, I don't know why I picked that up. He, uh, if you go to him and you need peace, He's got it right there waiting on you. You go to him, you need joy. He's got it right there waiting on you. And you don't have to come to church. We love you that you come to church, by the way. You don't have to come there to get it, though. You can just spend time with him on your own. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. But if you, if he, excuse me, if you don't spend time with the one that has everything you need, if you don't go to him because he's got everything you need, if you don't go to him, what do you got? Hey, y'all smarter than you look. And you look pretty smart to begin with. So uh, when I was praying about this, the scripture that the Lord showed me this through is kind of a, I would say random, but I've read it before, so it can't be that random. Uh, it's in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 14. If you've got your Bible, go there. If you've got your phone, go to the app, and it's already there. Hey. Hey. Um, and he said, when I read this story, I was like, that's a great story, Lord, but great. And then he said, this is what it's like. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So before we get into it, we kind of have to set it up. So there's three kings, king of Israel, which you probably heard of, the king of Judah, which you probably heard of, and the king of Edom, which doesn't matter. And uh, he just liked the extra. And so they're all mad at the king of Moab because Moab, would we'll just say, owes oh, Israel some money? It was not money, but we'll say money. He owes Israel some money, and they're like, Israel's like, man, my boy owes me some money, and they're like, well, so Israel grabs his rider dies, and they're going going to break some kneecaps. (laughs) They're going to get their money. So they're riding through the valley. It's a long way to Moab, you know, it's a long way, and uh, they're riding, you know, and they get stuck in a valley, and they're like, man, I'm a little thirsty. We ran out of water three days ago. It's a little hot. I mean, it's Israel. It's hot. It's hot. And, uh. So they were like, the king of Judah was like, well, man, I don't have any way to get water. This is a valley, but I ain't got no water. So let's, what about we ask the Lord to give us some water? And the king of Israel was like, well, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. I didn't bring the Lord with me. I just went out to break some kneecaps. And so uh, the, they asked a, a person, they're like, who's a guy we can ask to pray for the Lord for us? And they say, well, that Elijah guy, he died. So he's not, he's no good. But we have this Elisha guy who used to pour water on his hands. They're like, I guess that's good enough. So they grab Elisha, and they say, hey, Elisha, what would the Lord do for us? And then this is where we pick up in chapter 3, verse 14. This is Elisha's response. He says, "Oh, and Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not even look at you nor see you. But now, bring me a musician. And then it happened when the music played that the hand of the Lord came upon him, and he said, "Thus says the Lord: Make this valley full of ditches." Sweet, for thus says the Lord: You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet in the valley it shall be filled with water, so that your cattle, your animals, so that you, your cattle, and your animals shall drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites in your hand. You shall attack every fortified city and every choice city, and cut down every good tree, and stop up every spring of water, and ruin every piece of good land with stones. Now it happened in the morning, when the grain offering was offered, that suddenly water came by way of Edom, and the land was filled with water. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, all who were able to bear arms and older were gathered, and they stood at the border. Then they rose up early in the morning, and the sun was shining on the water. And the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood. That's weird. Uh, And they said, this is blood. The kings have surely struck swords and have killed one another. Now, therefore, Moab to the spoil. So when they came up, sorry, when they came to the camp of Israel, Israel rose up and attacked the Moabites so that they fled before them, and they entered their land, killing the Moabites. I don't know about you, but when I read that, I was like, man, it sounds just like when I spend time in prayer, right? Yeah, that didn't happen actually. JK. Um, but once I read it, the Lord really started to open up to me that the act of digging the ditches was spending time with Him in that story. Um, you know, before, let me back up. So the act of digging ditches in that story was spending time with Him. And it was, and He was like, yeah, man. I was like, why, man? And He was like, because it's, it requires dedication. And it's hard, and it may seem like a waste to you in the time, but in the end, that's what makes the room for the miracle. We have, to, we have to understand that God is not, I know he blesses us, yes, and I, and I don't believe you have to work to get blessing at all. That's not what I'm saying here, but uh, he's a God of partnership. He created us because he doesn't want to do it on his own. I mean, he could do whatever he wants to, and he doesn't need anything from us at all. But he wants us, you know, he wants us. And he wants, if I I in picture, I in picture, I picture prayer like God reaching out his hand. And when you pray, you're like grabbing onto his hand. You guys are going where he wants you to go together. And that's what he wants. Um, God wants to work miracles, yes. And he wants to give you every little thing you ask. But he can't do it. Not that he can't. I hate saying that God can't because I don't know that he can't. But I know that he won't without a relationship with him. Because he loves you so, so much. And he would hate for him to have to do it on his own, on his lonely. Um, just like in the story, if the people of Israel were not the people that God chose, then they wouldn't have not, they would have, blah, blah, blah. they would not have had the freedom to even ask God. They would have been like, well, I guess we're going to go see if we die or not. Which is super hopeful. Um <laughs> So only in the context of relationship and that is it, will we see God come through in a mighty way like they did. So let's get into how does digging ditches even remotely look like prayer at all? So let's start. Open your books to page 42. Just kidding. Uh, so in the story, how, how many of y'all have ever dug a ditch, like, or a hole? How many you ever done it in Texas? It's awful. It's all rocks. I feel like that's the way. That's what Israel was probably like. They were digging these ditches like there ain't no dirt here. This is rocks. God, this is rocks. You know the people were already thirsty. They were already tired. They were already like at the end of their rope. Like Lord, come on. And God says, you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? Ditches. You know, ditches sounds really good. It sounds like cruel and unusual punishment. You know, like and but it. But I mean, you know, and I know that that happens. God, you go to God saying, hey God, I need some money. But God's answered everything is spending time with Him because He has everything you need, and, uh, and that's so. In the story, they were like, "God, we need water," and He was like, "Dig some ditches, spend some time." And that's what He says to us. And you're like, "God, I need some peace." He says, "Spend some time." God, I need some money. Spend some time. Calm down. Relax. Or if you don't need to relax, come to Me. Get brave. Go out. Um. So yeah, I mean. The Lord is just so different. And it's not wrong. I don't think the Lord's wrong. That'd be weird if I did. But it seems so weird that, you know, you're desperate. And he's like, you know what, man? I know you're in a hurry. Spend some time real quick. Yeah, that's right. Pff, okay. You know, we we pray and we expect God to, to, to bring us up out of all our problems and fast forward us to the end where it gets all better. But that's just not how life works out. Right. And I believe he can do things in a moment, but he won't. He won't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't like to fast forward. He's not a, he's not like a, he's not like a, hey man, let's just skip all that and you go over here. No, he, he loves you enough. Yeah. He loves you enough that he wants you to grow. If he just, if he brought you the way you are from here to there, your tiny little hands wouldn't be able to hold what he was giving you over here unless they grew up. So, cause you grow up like that. Uh, So not only is it hard, not only is it hard work to even get to prayer, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to find the time. I'm going to be real. Prayer is not the easiest thing to find time for, but it's the most important thing to find time for. So not only is it hard to find the time, but it's hard to stay there once you're there. I mean, it seems like right as soon as I go into prayer, somebody calls me with some crazy random thing. Like, hey, man, my cat broke its toenail, and I really need you to come out here and put a Band-Aid on it. Oh, man, come on. I don't even like cats. Cats are the devil. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, how many of all have ever heard of a hashtag transformation Tuesday? Anybody? If you have, if you haven't, it's a fitness trend on social media where people will post their, their fat picture and their skinny picture together and uh, like side by side so that you can see the difference, you know, it's really obvious. And they don't usually put like how hard it was or anything. They just put hashtag Transformation Tuesday. Because you look at the picture, and you're like, oh, wow, that must have been hard. Oh, wow, that must have took a long time. Because they're not, it's not just like, I got a haircut, hashtag Transformation Tuesday. I clipped my toenails, hashtag Transformation Tuesday. No, no, no. It's like, I lost 100 pounds, Transformation, you know? Um, and they don't really put anything, because those pictures speak for themselves of how far that person came. Um, and, you know, they're like I said, they're not small changes. And I'm not sure why... We don't, so, sorry, we all know that working out is hard, right? We all know. If we didn't know and we thought it was easy, we'd all be in great shape. Sad to say, we're not all in great shape. (laughs) Heard that. Wish I didn't hear that, but I heard that. (laughs) So, I don't know why we think that, yeah, exercise is hard work, but, you know, praying shouldn't be that hard. Praying shouldn't be that hard. Or, or, you know, working shouldn't be that hard. I don't know why they call it work. Uh, I don't know why either. Um, because this hard work thing, this dedication thing, I think applies to a lot of our lives, you know? It takes time. It takes work, and not that you're working to get God to bless you, but you're just, it's hard work to spend time, man. We live in a really busy world, and it's hard not to get distracted. It's hard to be open and honest with him, if you've ever done that. Super hard, and it's it's hard to listen, because he's so quiet, and our world is so loud, but this That right there, the time we spend, is exactly what he's called us to. And the results at the end will speak for themselves, just like those pictures. So, digging the ditches was not only hard, but it took some time, I'm sure. And I would assume that to the people, it seemed like a waste. I'm I'm reading between the lines. It doesn't say that the people thought to themselves it was a waste. So, take it or leave it. But if somebody asked all of us to dig a ditch, we'd all be like, got a backhoe? You know, in the people's time, in the, in the people's time, oh Lord, in the people's minds, it probably seemed like this is going to take a minute, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, we got like a billion people here, no big deal, but we don't have a billion shovels, I'm sure. I'm, not, I'm sure nobody, I'm sure not everybody had shovels just, you know, so they are probably using their hands, like using their kids' little play shovels, you know, I mean, it probably took a minute because it's not. it's not just filling a room, like we could all fill this room with ditches. If it was dirt, we could all fill this room with ditches like pretty easy, but we couldn't fill the city of Grand Prairie with ditches in like a day or and definitely not an hour. So I'm sure the people were like, God, this is going to take a minute. And then they were probably like, God, I'm tired already. Just thinking about it, I'm tired. Because they, they came to God and they were already tired. And then God said, you know what might be good? Ditches. Let's go dig some ditches. And people were like, oh, man. And I'm sure the people also were like, God, this is a waste. Because back in the day, before we had like, before they had like real currency, land was money. Like you had land, you had cattle, you had money. And this is like a big open pasture, you know what I mean? And God's like, go ahead and fill it with ditches. So like, God, we just throwing money away. We're just throwing this whole thing away, making it good for nothing except for your ditches. And uh, I'm sh- I mean, I feel like the people probably thought that. Because I don't know if you've ever read the nation of Israel, but they were some grumblers. For Dude, for real. You know, and, and they, when, when the Lord said, dig some ditches, they probably thought, waste. And it kind of reminds me, have you ever seen the Karate Kid? Not like the Will Smith's Kid Karate Kid, but like the Karate Kid. Like yes, the real one. Like the real one. Yes. Uh if you haven't seen it, if you've been living on a rock since, what does that come out, like 85? Anyone knows? <laughs> or if you weren't alive and you're a little kid. Uh, it's about a boy named Daniel who wants to learn karate from this weird old guy named Mr. Miyagi. And Daniel's like, can I learn karate from you? And he's like, yeah, but you have to ask no questions. And he's like, okay, but what? No questions. Like, he keeps cutting him off. And then uh, Daniel's like, okay, what's my first lesson? And Mr. Miyagi's like... Go wash my cars. And, you know, y'all have probably heard the wax on, wax off thing. If you haven't seen the movie, you know that. Um, And it's to Daniel, I'm sure he was like, what? So, but it all comes together. So if we could play that clip really quick, if we got it queued up. This is where it all comes together. Might have to crank it up a little. Dude, right? I mean, he thought he was just working on that guy's house, getting free, you know, getting free labor, but he was learning something. And that's what it seems like. I'm sure that's what it seemed like to the people of Israel, too. They were like, Lord, why don't you just make it full of ditches, man? You can just point at it, and it's full of ditches. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm assuming they whined like that. That's just me. You know, but while the people might have, you know, while well, it might have seemed like the people that it was good for nothing to dig ditches. In the eyes of the Lord, he was going to work those good for nothing ditches into a miracle. If we read Romans eight twenty-eight, which is not on the screen, so you just got to listen. I know. Uh, it says that God takes all things and works them together for the good to those that love him and those that are called according to his purpose. And I would say that I'm one of those, but I would also say that you were one of those, <laughs> but it's all about me really. Uh, just kidding. Um, you know, spending time in prayer often seems like a waste because in the natural, you're kneeling down or you're, or you're pacing a room, you got your music playing or whatever you do when you pray, that's what I do. I'm like pacing around, talking to God. Seems like a waste, right? Because I, be, I could be, you know, going to work and some money. I could be cleaning my house. I could be washing my car. I could be doing 100,000 different things. But right there, we choose to spend time with the Lord and although it seems like a waste in the natural, in the spiritual, you're investing in what he's doing. It's the best place you could ever be is right there in his presence. It's, it's the, the farthest thing from a waste. So I believe the act of digging ditches, yes, it was hard. Yes, it seemed like a waste to the people, I'm sure, when they, when they heard it. But at the end of the day, it was those ditches that caused the miracle. Because they didn't have ditches, the mobiles wouldn't have seen the blood. Uh, Like it says, then it happened when the music played, that the hand of the Lord came upon him, Elisha, and he said, thus says the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. For thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, and your animals will drink. And that could have been good enough, because that's all they asked for. But he throws in there. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hand, like an afterthought, like it was no big deal. Like the like the nation of Moab was not like this big strong nation. Like just oh, there you go. It's kind of like what Jesus said in Matthew seven, uh, verse seven. He says, "Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock." And it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. Excuse me. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Or what man is there among you if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a serpent? Or, if, he, or if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask to them? You know, sometimes... When we ask the Lord, because when you're in prayer, you're praying for random stuff. Sometimes you ask the Lord for stuff. Sometimes you're just kind of like hanging out with Him. But I believe when we ask the Lord for things, a lot of us think that He's got our blessing right there in the palm of His hand, and He's got it like this. And you're like praying, you're trying to like get get it out. You're like trying to just oh, I got His pinky finger, I get a little bit, and that's like totally not it. I think that's not whatever. I think that the Lord is like watching our life like a movie. And not like how you and I watch a movie where you're like, chillax, you know, you're like, oh, man, this is a great movie and you take a nap. But he's like at the edge of his seat, like yeah. barely sitting down, like got his arms like this, just like waiting on you. Like, like the people, he was just waiting on them. Like, please ask me for water and I'll give you the whole victory, you know. And I think that's just how he is with us. The people just want water. That's all they asked for. They only asked for water. But God said, you know what? i got a little something bigger going on. And they didn't know it, but they just got in on it, just by asking for some water. Um, you know, about two years ago, I was, I mean, I've, I've always been the kind of guy to like, try to spend time in prayer. Uh, I feel like it's something good we should do, you know, not that the Bible says to or anything. Uh, <laughs> but about two years ago, I, I felt like the Lord wanted me to start praying for the people in my life, like my wife and my pastors and and my friends back home, my friends here, and you know, just the people that are important to me, I felt like he wanted me to pray more regularly for them. So I asked my, I told my wife, Jen, and she was like, told me what she does, and I was like, I'm just going to copy that. That sounds good, because she's really smart. And so I grouped them together, like like wife, kid. That was before I had a kid, but wife, kid. Uh, like pastors, friends, siblings. And I just prayed for them. Like every day I would pick, okay, today's my pastor day. Today's my wife and kid day. I didn't have a kid, but you know what I mean. He's here now. Because I prayed. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. But I started noticing the weirdest thing. Like, I was praying for these people because I don't believe you should just pray, Oh, Lord, bless them. I mean, that's good. That's all right. That's like entry level if you want to do that. But I I think that it really makes a difference. When I pray for, like, Jen. When I pray for her, I pray for things like I want somebody to pray for me, like, I don't, when I want somebody to pray for me, I want somebody to give me, like, a wholehearted, like, like, I want some amens in the background. I want, like, music playing. I want, like, uh, what's his name? What's his name? No, uh, anyway. T Jakes, like, when he, when he gets going, and people are like, oh! And they're, like, throwing, throwing their shoes at That's what I want when somebody prays for me. I mean, I want people to give me a, like, stank face. That's, so, When I was praying for these people, I was praying like that, sort of. Nobody was there to throw shoes at me, but if you were there, you would have been been throwing that shoe. Um, But I started finding the weirdest thing. I was praying for them, but then almost the exact same words I was praying for them were happening to me. Like, I was praying for somebody to find—I remember I was praying for somebody to find a check that week because they told me, like, man, I'm really struggling with some money, and I was like, okay— and in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm going to pray for that. And so I was like, Lord, I hope they find a check that week. And then I get my mail, and I have a check in there. And I'm like, no, nah, that's the wrong guy, God. You got confused. And then I was, uh, there's more times where I pray for, like, peace and families and stuff. And, and then there'd be, and Jen would come home, and I'd be in a bad mood when I was driving home. And then I'd get home and just, like, fell off. I'm like, Lord, it's the wrong guy. Uh, but so one day I was like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. So I get, I get in prayer, you know, I'm like, hey, Lord, uh, what is going on? Like, I'm praying for these people, and it seems like you're getting a little confused. And you're giving it all to me, which is cool. I mean, I'm down, but I thought you wanted them to have it. And he's like, he, he I, like, stopped for a minute to listen to him. And I was like, Lord, so why is this happening? And he said, it was almost like an afterthought. I just couldn't help myself. Like, he was giving everybody else the gifts, too, but he was like, throw in some for Dalton. Why not? Yeah. Like an afterthought, like, like major breakthroughs an afterthought to the Lord, on, right. if you ever had it from him. It's like he's been waiting my whole life. He was just waiting for that moment where I was like, oh Lord, where'd you? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it right now. On, yeah. You know, he's just so good. Just so good. Like as good as you think he is, better, yeah. way better. <laughs> and I really do believe what it says in scripture where it says, I has not seen nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of a man what the Lord has prepared for those who love him. I think, that's what I think. That's not only what I think, that's what the word says. So you can take or leave it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so I encourage you guys, you know, I encourage you, I can beg you if you want, I can give you some money if you want, if I had enough, which, you want some? That's all I got. <laughs> So I encourage you guys to spend time with the Lord. And although it might not seem like we had today where it was like real high energy, it might seem hard, it might seem pointless. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's what makes the miracle happen. And although it might seem hard, persevere. Although it might seem like a waste, invest. And I pray you, just like the nation of Israel, will see many powerful miracles and many great victories that can only be explained as a byproduct of being in his presence. And, you know, I know it sounds, it's hard, you know. And if you have any questions, look around you. All these people have had that same question. Because yeah. I've been in the place where, like, Lord, I'm just going to knock. And he was like, you just need to, too, do it. <laughs> so if you have any questions, please ask. Please don't be afraid. Please don't be too proud. because. Not only have we all had those questions, but we've all been praying for somebody to ask us those questions because we got the answer for you. We've done been through that and we're going to go through it again, but we've done been through one time or two times or how many times. But I encourage you, I encourage you, I encourage you